Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look where we're once again taking a look at a Bang & Olufsen Beoplay um, unit. This time it's the EQ, their first like truly wireless, at least I say truly wireless, fully ANC based in-ears. And the thing about Bang & Olufsen and particularly the Beoplay series which we've set for a while, the thing about their pricing model is that while you could take an immediate glance at it and look at it and really try and understand it and compare it to the rest of the market and say, well, why are they adding like double the pricing compared to their nearest competitors? The thing is, as I think we've said, we acknowledge that some of the pricing models that Bang & Olufsen are utilizing is a bit out of trip with reality. You are allowed to be the most expensive product in a given lineup if you are the best. And that has proven to be the case in a lot of different instances where we've kind of looked at it, set, like listened to it most of all, and kind of had to throw in the towel and say, well, it is way too expensive if you're the kind of person who control, like who looks at every penny. But at the same time, if it's the best, well, then you pay for the best. So the big problem, or not, not the big problem, the big question is whether or not the EQ are as good and even better than something like the Sony WF-1000XM4s or Bowers & Wilkins PI7 or the just regular old AirPods Pro. So, first off, the case. It is completely beautiful. I mean, it's the, it's the greatest hits in the visual department. It's a frosted aluminum coating, meaning that it's impervious to fingerprints. It's subtle, yet it has a really distinctive feel and look. It's not too big, it's not too small. The case is lovely. It even has this rubber-based uh, uh, material at the bottom to prevent it from sliding around if you're putting it on a soft surface material when you're putting them down. All good. It's IP54 rated, something that I would have expected, but it's great to see here. It is, supports Qi wireless charging, meaning that through this little LED, you'll see a green little note when you're putting it down on a Qi wireless charging pad. Good, checked box. Um, and then we open it up. So this, let's just take one unit out for now. It weighs eight grams, which is actually more than you'd expect, but it kind of evaporates in the ear. That is mainly due to the fact that they're well-built. They have these little wing tips, which is not rubber, but in plastic. So you still kind of screw them gently into your ear so that they have a snug fit. But at the same time, um, it's not uncomfortable. It's one of the more comfortable big in-ears that I've worn the same time. You get a range of rubber tips here. Here are some of them, but one of them is called Comply. And that is the one that we have on here. And as you can already kind of tell, it has started to distort, but that's actually not distortion. That is memory foam, like on the 1000 XM4s from Sony. It kind of molds to your ear, inner ear canal, meaning that you'll get a snugger and more comfortable fit in the long run. It also means that there is more gunk around it, like ear gunk, which isn't that sexy to be honest, but at the same time, if you get something which fits you better and is more comfortable, well, 
and it's only you who have to look at it when you remove it and put it back in its box, well, maybe that is worth it. I, I, I mean, with the 1000 XM4s, I kind of had to throw in the towel on the same with this, and it's, you can really feel the difference for it not being rubber and being this memory foam-esque material. Um, <clears throat> At the same time, you get all of the big technologies and standards that you would expect, meaning that we have Bluetooth 5.2, AAC, SBC, aptX adaptive. Um, you get six, six omnidirectional mics uh, in total. I think it's three per unit, and, um, basically, which handles the, uh, the uh, active noise cancellation. There is also a dedicated DSP chip in here for handling that stuff. And both in terms of the actual ANC quality and the sound quality, it is exactly what we've come to expect from Bang & Olufsen. Warm, really separate in its layers, really lovely throughout different types of genres. And for ANC, I don't think I've listened to ANC which is as effective as on this. Sure, there are some who comes close. I mean, there's, as I said, Bowers & Wilkins PR, PI7 are great. Um, particularly the Sony's are great at ANC and they're a lot cheaper than these, but these do have a signature sound that you also found on their, find on their big HX's, um, which is just magnificent. So the thing is, there is only one kind of problem that I have with these. There's one semi-problem, which is that they have a touch-based user interface. Now, it is much better than you would find on most competitors, but I still like the squeeze stem thing that we get on the OnePlus Buds Pro and the AirPods Pro. I just think it's a more intuitive thing where you don't have accidental touches when you, for instance, are trying to adjust the fit. But the thing is, I would say that that probably won't happen with Bang & Olufsen's EQ because I'm going to try and do something here, which I well, don't really want to do, but now I have put it in my ear. I've said this with Sennheiser's Momentum series before. I don't like it when they protrude this much. I think it kind of gives your ear a satellite-y look, which makes it seem like you are sort of dressed up as a robot from a bad science fiction series, they, they stick out too much. Now, I get that there are some in-ears which go in the other direction too much, where you can't really see, if you're looking at someone head-on at, say, the supermarket, and they're talking, you can't see that they're wearing in-ears, because they're so far hidden in there that they are impervious to look at from dead-on. But this, to me, is a bit too much the other way around, and trust me, this is as much as I dare jam it into my ear, even with the comply ear tips. So they do protrude quite a lot, and it is noticeable, I would say, to the point where maybe it's just me that's vain, but to me where it kind of looks ugly. These themselves aren't ugly, but you yourself look kind of like you haven't like put them in properly. That's how much they protrude. So I would just be, you know, be wary of that if you choose to, to uh, to basically pay 399 US dollars for the Bang & Olufsen EQ instead of the 279 US dollars you would pay for something like the Sony's. But all in all, these sound better than I think any in-ears that I've heard. They have the best ANC of any in-ears that I've heard. And the spec list is, well, you can't really debate with that. So to some extent, the same legend holds true. 
These are the most expensive by frickin' far, but they're also the best. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.